Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here with Neil Hoffman, who's the CTO and co-founder of Payment Cloud. Hey, Neil, how are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Looking forward to the conversation here. Tell me a little bit about Payment Cloud and what y'all are doing over there. So we started out in 2016. Uh, we're a merchant service provider. So what we do is uh, set up merchants. We're all B2B. So we enable merchants to take credit card payments online. We also allow other forms of payment like Bitcoin, check, e-check, ACH, and things of that nature. But um, our primary space is in the card not present realm. So anything that happens online, over the phone, invoice orders, stuff like that. Great. And so uh, tell me a little bit about how you started the company. People are always interested in an origin story. And usually it starts out with a problem that, uh, that you may have incurred along the way. Um, how did you start the company? Yeah, um, it actually did start out with a problem, funny enough. Um, my partner and co-founder, Sean, had, uh, he, he, he had a credit repair company at one point, um, lost the merchant account, figured out that he was high risk, and then looked into the industry and said, wow, there's got to be a place for me here. That um, There's a, you know, a void that needs to be filled, uh, hence high-risk merchant accounts. So he started a company, later sold it to a subsidiary of Wells Fargo, and then we did the second iteration, which is Payment Cloud. Uh, we started in a garage with uh, just a handful of employees. Um, I used to be in commercial real estate at the time. I brought over some of my top sales guys and we we started payment cloud love it and tell me a little bit about what the experience is like for a customer before they start working with you like what challenges are they having um talk to me about let's drill in down into that a little bit and then how do they how do you solve their challenges and what's life like afterwards that's a great question um so a lot of clients or merchants are usually pretty mad by the time they get to us because they're shut down and told no, right? PayPal, Stripe, Square, or any tier one uh, processor for that matter, will either shut them down due to their processing habits, behavior, activity, or they might get shut down at the start of transactions just because they don't fit the mold, right? They're told they're a credit repair company or debt consolidation or recurred billing or some sort of component that's high risk, right? They're told no, sorry, good luck. Um, they're then handed off to us through multiple channels and we have to handhold them, right? We have to tell them why they're high risk. We, we, we enlighten them, so to speak, in terms of the credit card processing industry and the rules that these, the credit policies that these banks have, and then why we're different and how we can support them. Um, in short, we have banking relationships that have a different credit policy or criteria, and hence we can get it approved, right? So we handhold them along the way through application to uh, actual integration. That's great. And so uh, when, when you're growing the business, tell me a little bit about ways that you're growing the business. How are you getting the word out there? So we first started through um, affiliate, affiliate channels. So downstream agents sending us their declines. So partnering up with other merchant service companies that had a whole slew of merchants that they, they just couldn't support. Right. Merchants that they had paid to acquire, but they just they can't do anything with. So 
we essentially paid them for that, you know, for that turnover. Um, we would then reach out to the merchant and then provide them with a solution and then pay the essentially affiliate. Um, that's one channel of our business. The other channel is direct marketing. So our direct efforts are primarily, you know, PPC paid search, um, SEO, and then review sites as well. So a lot of media buys and, and review sites. So let's say a customer comes to you and they say, you know, I've, I've got this problem, like you just mentioned, um, really need a solution to this quickly. Talk to me a little bit about the qualification process and what that looks like. Uh, so we've tried to streamline that with technology, um, just because this day and age, everyone wants or they're used to things quick, right? Everything being done digitally, um, you know, few if any roadblocks or obstacles in the way or friction, so to speak. So I think we've made a pretty frictionless process uh, for onboarding and application intake. So essentially a merchant comes to us, uh, they fill out a pre-qualification form, it's all digital and short. Um, you can upload documents to it. It's like a, a you know, shared drive type, type of deal. Um, once they upload their documents, we can review. We can then uh, send them uh, an agreement for signature. It's all digital. Once that's done, we can do a rapid approval depending on their industry type. Uh, once they're approved, we can deploy their gateway. That's when the, the fun integration piece happens. So either they come to us with an existing gateway that we can just connect to, or we create a gateway for them. Uh, and then we help connect it to their CMS or their, you know, or their website or pass on to their developer if it's custom coded uh, and then they're off to the races very cool that sounds great and you do you focus on uh, certain verticals that's a great question um because we're high risk we can almost do almost any any vertical out there that's legal <laughs> right on domestic soil but um you know that being said we do have primary industries that we see over and over um these industries, I mean, we can do hundreds of what's called SIC codes or business categories, mm -hmm. uh, but the, the ones we, we tend to see over and over and over um, tend to be, you know, CBD companies um, and that, that's, you know, skincare, topical, uh, CBD drinks, um, hemp, hemp clothing, um, credit repair, debt consolidation, biz ops, business consulting, Anything with a future delivery component like travel or ticketing, um, you know, events like concerts that are six months out, um, tour operators, uh, airlines, jet charter, um, vape, e-cig. I mean, it, it runs the whole the whole gamut. So I, I would say those are the more the more popular ones, uh, in addition to like adult and firearms that we see over and over and over. Yep, that makes sense. And so, you know, you mentioned high risk. How do you how do you keep the business from being high risk for you? Well, that, that's a great question. There's a lot of underwriting on the back end. <laughs> so there's a lot of safety measures that we can put on to uh, mitigate our risk or the bank's risk, right? So there's a lot of tools we use, whether that's uh, uh, reserves or, or components of reserves, whether that's pre-funded, whether that's on the back end rolling, whether that's delayed funding by a day or two. Um, whether that's complex uh, technology that runs behind the scenes, like uh, advanced gateway features and fraud tools and fraud settings, um, uh, chargeback mitigation tools, um, things of that nature. Yep. And that's yep. obviously in addition to a thorough background check and, and, and all that. Makes sense. 
And uh, what makes your brand stand out from competition? So we started out pretty small. Um, there, there was not many players in this niche. And the high-risk merchant service industries has that stigma, almost like a used car salesman, right? Um, and we tried to break that mold. And I think we've successfully done that. We've kind of become the, the stripe, if you will, of high risk, where it's white glove service, there's transparency, we have a large operation, we have the human capacity and human capital to support their needs. I mean, we have over 100-man team, right? We have the technology on the front end, we have the integration um, help on the back end, we have full deployment staff, we have customer service, we have trained reps who are knowledgeable in the space. They're not just trying to sell an account and move on to the next, right? We, and what we did to, to make sure we offer, a, you know, creme de la creme of customer service is that we made sure that our comp structure with our salespeople are aligned. So what does that mean? They're not just paid one time on the, on the account. They're paid in residual for the life of the account. So the longer the merchant stays happy and with us, the longer they're paid on the account. And that's why I think there's an incentive to help out our merchants as much as our sales reps do. Yeah, that's a really great setup because your salespeople are now sitting on the same side of the table as your customers and, and they're consulting with them to help them figure out a solution that's a long-term durable solution. I like exactly. That. Yeah, that's very cool. And it's and we don't just use like a ticketing system. I mean, we have live people. When you call, we pick up, right? It's not like a, we'll get back to you in 24 hours. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with people's funds. Absolutely. And and I, you know, as a content company, I love that you guys create a lot of content uh, to educate your customers. Talk to me a little bit about that. How does content marketing help you grow the company and, and how does that attribute to your growth? So content is huge. Content is king, so to speak, right? So um, one of our, our, our major lead drivers is through SEO, uh, search engine optimization, right? And kind of at the, at the pillar of SEO is, is content curation and syndication, right? Uh, if we don't have the content that's talking about a subject matter and we're not ranking for it, we're not going to get the traffic. So we have an in-house team of, of you know, pretty, pretty extensive team that builds and curates content around certain subject matters that our, that our merchants are either facing the issues they're facing day to day or you know, what they're searching for and wanna find out. And we, we build clusters around those topics and try to address it as, you know, as straightforward as we can because credit card processing is, is a very uh, complex and intricate um, industry, right? It's, it's not very straightforward. And there's so many nuances of credit card processing. So we basically have a blog that is, you know, hundreds and hundreds of articles deep that break down all the different uh, subsets of credit card processing, not just vertical specific, but um, chargeback information, you know, regulation, policy, um, tactics, tools, uh, and everything in between. I love all that. And I, I can see how that's also really useful to educate a prospective customer who's your sales team is talking to, they're consulting with them to help them figure out a solution and having them having all this content to be able to draw on, to be able to share with a prospect uh, can help them connect the dots uh, over on, on the customer side. Yeah. And I, I think it's very important too, by helping establish the company as an authoritative figure, 
right? If you're not pushing out content that's addressing needs, are you an authority in the space, right? A lot of our content isn't really sales pitchy or geared to sell anything. It's more to convey knowledge uh, with the undertone of we are the go-to, right? You're dancing a fine line between calls to actions and delivering all the information without saying, use us, use us, use us, right? right? Because it's hard to be looked at as an authority if all you're doing is selling an ad, right? So we try not to do that and it actually works, works well, right? Yeah, build, building on a knowledge center and educating your prospective customers and existing customers for that matter on value that you create is uh, it's really helpful in the, uh, the customer engagement process. Um, let's switch gears for a second and talk about the business side of, of the company. How do you generate revenue? Revenue is generated uh, essentially per transaction, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we share in transaction fees, albeit a, a tiny amount, but we, we share with the sponsoring bank and the processor. So we essentially make a, a percentage of every transaction. Great. I love what you guys do. It's really important for, uh, for the sector of the market that you're servicing. Um, I guess my last question for you is, uh, what would you like to be celebrating a year from now? <laughs> Great question. A year from now. Wow. Um, hopefully new milestone markers in terms of volume we transact. So in our business, the more volume you, that runs through you is, is kind of like an indicator of how big you are or how many people you help. Right. So the more transaction, if we can just hit that other billion dollar threshold, that would be great. I mean, we process over a billion now, but if we can process over 2 billion, that would be great. It's amazing. Congrats on the milestone. That's thank a, you. A billion in, in transactions is fantastic. That's really exciting. Well, Neil, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm excited to learn more about uh, Payment Cloud. You can find Payment Cloud at paymentcloudinc.com. Neil Hoffman, CTO. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.